Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But for tonight, I thank you for joining me for a special time at 8 p.m. Just for this week, 8 p.m., we'll be having Real Talk this evening at 8 p.m. So I thank you for joining me. And I pray that you will join E3 Ministries back next week again at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We bless your holy and righteous name. We worship you, Lord, and bless your name for who you are and all that you are doing in the lives of your people, God. 
We thank you for this opportunity to come and learn more about you, God, and to talk about prayer, this so important discipline of prayer, of praying daily, praying constantly, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that it's critical as we talk about the spiritual disciplines of life. So we thank you tonight. We God, we praise your holy name, God, for the honor and the privilege to learn more about how to how to grow in our prayer life, how to grow even more effectively in our prayers, God. And we ask that you speak to us and speak through us, Lord. You strengthen and guide us, Lord, as we learn about prayer and we apply it to every area of our life. We love you so much, God. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for what you are about to do during this time. Open our eyes, open our ears to hear you, God, and minister to each one of us individually and collectively. We thank you, Lord, in advance for what you are about to do on this line. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, my name is Minister Tamika Brown. This is E3 Ministries Real Talk. We've been talking about the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. We've been talking about the spiritual discipline of prayer, which is so necessary and so critical for us as we grow and as we apply these spiritual disciplines. It's critical for prayer to be a part of our everyday life, to pray at all times, to pray without ceasing. We need to stay connected to the Heavenly Father in order to know what to do, how to live, where, what we need to do, and what God would have for us to do. We need God to lead and guide us in the way that he would have us do, that we stay on the right path. We've got to spend time in prayer, listening, and, and, and doing as God tells us to do, because he truly knows what's best for each one of us. Amen. Our scriptures for this series comes from the first one is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 26 and 27. And it reads, Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air. But I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. And that was 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 27 and 20, sorry, 26 and 27. And the second scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 4, 7 and 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables, fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit. But godliness is profitable for things, all things, since it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. And that was 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Another one was 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. Amen. So those are our scriptures for this series. And I pray that you are memorizing and applying those to your life. So we've been talking about prayer. Prayer. Prayer is so critical. Prayer is so essential that we stay connected to God. And we've been talking about prayer, the spiritual disciplines of prayer for the past about a month and a half. And so I'm going to continue talking about this important spiritual discipline, one of the important spiritual disciplines 
for they're all important. But this is one of them is which is prayer. So last week we talked about um, we talked about prayer and we talked about when we ask we have to believe. We have and and then we also talked about we gotta pray according to God's will. I'm gonna do a brief recap of what we talked about last week, then we will continue talking about um prayer. So last week we talked about it says Jesus knew that his life had to be lived according to the will of the Father. Prayer was an extremely important part of Jesus' life. And he often went away by himself to pray in this way. His relationship with the Father and the Holy Spirit within him was such that he already he always knew the Father's will. Therefore, as he moved around people, he already knew who the Father wanted to touch in this way. His prayer over people was to enable the Holy Spirit to move through them through him to touch their lives. He knew that God wanted to open the blind eyes of a particular person, spoke it out in prayer, and the Holy Spirit opened the blind eyes. So that's important. He knew that God wanted to open the blind eyes of a particular person, spoke it out in prayer, and the Holy Spirit opened the blind eyes. Like Jesus, we also must know the will of God to ensure that our prayer is in accordance with it. So we must know the will of God and ensure that our prayer is in accordance with it. God will not grant a prayer that is outside his will for a person. My God, that's powerful. God will not grant a prayer that is outside his will for a person. So God's will, we want God's will to be done. And God knows what's best for us. So we need to make sure we're connected to the Father. We need to make sure we're staying connected by staying in prayer so we know how to pray according to God's will. You have to make sure you spend that time. You got to develop and nurture your relationship with God so you know how to pray according to God's will and that we don't pray selfish prayers. Pray prayers that the things that we want but may not be what God wants for us. God doesn't, as we talked about, those things that God, some prayers that God does not answer, I'm not going to go back and talk about that, but we talked about that last week, how there are some prayers that God does not answer because they're not prayed in the way according to the will of God. So I would encourage you to re go back and listen to the week before about some of the sometimes when prayer is not answered. But I want us to remember that God answers and hears our prayers. He hears every prayer. He answers our prayers according to his will for our lives. So we need to make sure that we're praying in accordance to God's will. Amen. Just as Jesus, we know that Jesus, when he was about to be um, crucified, he went to the garden. He prayed, Lord, if it's your will, take this cup from me. But, Lord, thine will be done. Thine will be done. So when we pray, we need to say, Lord, you know my heart. You know my desire. You know the things I want. You know the things I long for. You know I'm asking you for this, God, but I'm asking you that your will be done in Jesus' name. Make sure you ask it in Jesus' name and say your will be done, not mine. God's will be done, not our will, but his will be done. Amen. So that was... 
we talked about last week, and we talked about how Jesus spent time in prayer. He spent time praying. He went many times in the Bible, talked about how Jesus went by himself to pray, to spend time with God, to hear from him, to know what to do. And we have to do the same thing. We've got to stay connected to our Heavenly Father. We need to be in constant prayer, praying and seeking and asking God for every step, every decision, every direction, and saying, your will be done, Lord, so we know what to do, so we know how to get through the day. We need to be in constant prayer because Jesus wanted to make sure he was doing what God would have him do, his Father wanted him to do, and he had to be in constant prayer. And we got to do the same thing in order that we know what God would have us to do and the purpose he has for us. Amen. I'm going to continue talking about more about prayer. And the scripture I want to read is 1 John 5, verse 14. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Now, I want to break that scripture down. Look at a couple words, a few phrases that are critical for us to understand and to grasp. It says, now, that this is the confidence that we have in him. We know he come boldly to the throne of grace with confidence, knowing he hears our needs and he answers our prayers. That's important that you come with confidence believing and knowing that God hears our prayers. He answers every prayer you lift up. God hears you, and he's answering your prayers, and he's going to answer it according to his will. And it says we have that confidence that we have in him that if, if, that word if, we ask anything according to his will, if we ask anything according to his will, not our will, so we got to make sure we're not praying selfish prayers. We make sure it's asking according to his will. He hears us. He hears us when we ask it according to his will. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have a petition that we have asked of him. So when we know that we've asked according to his will and we know that he hears us, we can know that whatever we ask, we have the petition that it's already ours for what we have asked of him when we ask according to his will. Amen. That's that's a powerful scripture. That was first John five verse fourteen. First John chapter five verse fourteen. So we're gonna continue talking more about prayer. So disciples could see that prayer was very important to Jesus and realized that it was his source of power, leading, and strength. Jesus' disciples saw how much Jesus prayed and saw the impact that his life of prayer had on his relationship with God, the Father, and God, the Holy Spirit. So we know the disciples, they walked with Jesus and followed Jesus as he was on the earth for those three years. I'm sorry, as he was on the earth, for those years that he was here, those 33 years that he was here, and as he as he did ministry, the disciples walked with him and 
They learned from him, and Jesus taught them things. The disciples could see that prayer was very important to Jesus. Jesus, we talked about, we know that Jesus went to himself many times and prayed, and he withdrew from everyone else so he could hear from the Father. And that's what we have to do. We need to withdraw from all the noise, withdraw from everybody else, from the, our families and our and the friends and from all the things around us, and just get before God, get in that quiet time with him and spend time in prayer so that we can hear what God would have us to do and what God would desire for us to do, and we, that we do what he would have us do and take those steps that he would have us to apply to our lives. It's critical. We have to spend time before him in order that we, so we know what to do. We can't just do a five-minute time and then say, that's it. No, you got to spend time with God. You got to spend time in prayer. You got to spend time reading the Word. You got to spend time with the with God so you can hear and know what the and know what God's will is, so you can pray according to His will. How are you going to do that if we don't spend time with the Lord? You got to spend time in prayer. You got to make it a critical part of your life. And it's not something you just do because. And when you feel like it's something you got to do every day of your life in order to make it, in order to get through it, in order to do anything, you got to get before, the, before God so that you can know what to do. It's critical. So it says that the disciples could see that prayer is very important to Jesus and realize that it was his source of power, leading, and strength. Jesus' disciples saw how much Jesus prayed and saw the impact that his life of prayer had on his relationship with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. They saw how he was built up spiritually as a person, how he was, how he, how he was continu- continually in touch with God, how he knew what people were thinking in their heart, and how the power of the Holy Spirit flowed in and through his body and soul. They saw the impact that prayer had on the way he felt for people and his ability to teach, heal, and deliver people. The disciples, therefore, one day asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. Jesus had to say to them, I want to stop here for a moment, that the, we know that the Bible teaches us about the Lord's Prayer, and we find in Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 14, which I want to read, Jesus is teaching the disciples about how to pray, how to pray. And it's critical that we need to ask God and seek God to teach us how to pray according to his will, according to what he would have, uh, according to his will for for our lives. We need to ask God to help us grow in our prayer life, to help us pray even more effectually in our prayer life, to continue to grow and to hear him and to hear from him even a higher and a deeper. We need to ask God to continue to grow our prayer life so we all have places we can grow in our prayer life. We need to ask God to help us continue to grow, to spend time more, spend time, spend more time in prayer, to, to pray more effectively, to grow in our prayer life, to ask God to show us those things that, are, that need to be moved so we can spend more time in prayer. We need to ask God to help us so we can, be more, so we can pray effectively and continue to grow in our prayer life. It's critical. We need to ask the Lord. Because God will teach us and show us how according to his will. So Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 5, reads, 
And when you pray, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue on the corners of the street that they may be seen by men. And surely I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, when you pray, so it's saying, don't be like the hypocrites. Don't be like the people who want to be seen and want people to see them praying and say, oh, look how holy, look how great, and look how, look how the, how the Lord's moving through them. Look at, look at them. Look at how they're praying so strong. And, and, and then those, the hypocrites, they wanted to be seen by people. And they thought, and they thought, and because they were be seen by people, they were getting rewards because people were saying all this stuff about them and just giving them all this, all this accolades and saying, "Oh, look how great! You're such an awesome prayer." They were trying to be praying to be seen by others, and that and they and that was a reward because that was they were praying to be seen. But chapter verse six says. But you, when you pray, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Wow, that's powerful. So for when you, but as Christians, as people growing to be get a stronger prayer life, to add the discipline of the spiritual discipline of prayer. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father, who is who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Wow! And when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. And it's not about the many words or the phrases or the the phrases you heard people say or how you think people think you should pray or or how you think that it should be done. No, it's not about the many words. It's about praying from your heart, what God is showing you, what God is speaking to you, praying what God is speaking to you. That requires listening and asking God to open your ears, open your eyes to hear him, to pray what he would have you to pray, to show you what to pray, then pray it as God reveals it to you. Not what people think, not what people say, not what what others have done before. No, pray what God has shown and spoken to you. Pray from your heart what God has put in your spirit to pray. And don't pray like the heathen's repetition, saying the same thing over and over again, thinking that their many words are, they want to be heard for their many words. No, you see what comes from your heart. If it's one word, if it's two words, if it's a phrase, if it's just a two-minute prayer, whatever it is, if it's coming from your heart and it's what God gave you, that's what you pray. Not, it's not about the many words. Don't get caught up in the words. Don't get caught up in the phrases. Don't get caught up in what people think. Pray what God has spoken to you to pray, and you pray what God has spoken to you to pray according to his will for your life. Amen. And so verse 8 says, therefore, do not be like them. Do not be like the heathens. Don't be like them and use word, many words and phrases. 
For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen. That's powerful. So that was Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 14. Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 14. I would encourage you to read that again and ask God to show you, to help you, and to help you apply what was, to show you from those verses what he, how, how, he would, how he would have you to apply that to your life and to help you grow and to show you areas where you can grow in your prayer life. I would encourage each of you, each of us, to ask God to show us and help us to grow and to pray even more and more effectively and to pray according to his will, to show us areas we need to work on, show us places that we need to grow in, because there's always places we can grow in our life. We're always going through sanctification. We're all, always becoming more and more like him every day. So ask God to help you, to show you, because we want to make sure we're praying what God would have us to pray and to do it as he would put and teach us, shows us, and reveals to us what to pray. Not what people think that we should pray, but what God would have us to pray. That when we pray, it's like when we pray, we want to make sure that it's just us and God, and that we are just hearing and listening. We're praying, and we just we just allow His Spirit to fill us and seeking what God would have us to pray. Amen. So it's critical that we do that, and it's critical that we ask God to show us areas where we need to where we can grow in our prayer life. Amen. And so the next part says. In his teaching on prayer, Jesus makes a number of important points for us to learn. He opens his instruction by saying what prayer is not. So just as we talked about how the hypocrites, they use many words to try to be heard and how the Pharisees, they tried to, um, they prayed standing in the synagogue and they, I imagine they were loud on the corners and they wanted to be heard and seen by men. But these, but the the, the um this material continues to talk about that in and many of Jesus' teaching, Jesus makes a number of important points for us to learn. He opens the instructions by saying, "What prayer is not? What prayer is not?" So the first one is, prayer is not words spoken, and prayer is not words spoken in God's direction with the heart that is not lifted up to God. So the first thing it says, prayer is not words spoken in God's direction with a heart that is not lifted up to God. 
So when we pray, we need to make sure that our heart, our our prayers are directed to God and our hearts are lifted up to God, that we're focused on God and praying what God would have us to pray, what he gives us, what he shows us, what he reveals to us. And the second one is prayer is not, it's not words that are spoken. It is not words that are spoken, not so much out of faith in God, but rather so that other people near us can hear us, our our words spoken simply from a sense of duty. So the second one, it is not words spoken that so much that other people near us can hear us, hear us, our words are spoken simply from a sense of duty. So we're not just speaking these words because as the Bible tells us, we need to pray without ceasing. We need to pray at all times. But we pray because we know that we need God. We depend on him. We can't make it without him. We can't live without him. We can't function without him. But we pray because we know it's the only way we can make it in this life. We want, and we need God to lead, direct us, guide us, and keep us so we can do all that he's called us to do and live out the purpose he has for our lives. So it's not a sense of duty. It's not out so that people near us can hear our words, what we're saying. No, it's not about the people. It's about doing what God is told to pray. It's about lifting his name up and giving him the glory and praying because we know that only because of God's grace, because only because of mercy we can make it, and because we need God in order to live this life because we don't know what to do if we don't stay connected to the Father. Amen. I'm going to stop right there for tonight, and we will pick up, continue the talking about what prayer is not next week. But I pray this has encouraged you. I pray you've learned something. I pray that God has spoken to you and that you just, and that God is teaching you, even through these, these past month and a half as we talked about prayer, that God has shown some things, revealed some things to you, that your prayer life is getting stronger, your intimacy and your nurturing relationship with God is getting a higher, deeper level, that you're hearing him at a higher, deeper level. That's my prayer for each of you, that you continue to keep that connection strong so that you know how to live out this life and you take every step with purpose and apply this spiritual discipline because it's so critical. It's so necessary. And it's such a privilege and an honor to be able to come to our Heavenly Father and pray because he will always lead us and guide us, always showing, directing us, he's always showing us new things and speaking to us in such a mighty way as we stay open and listen to what he would have us to say to us and what he would have us to do because he truly knows what's best and he wants to lead us down the right path because he has great things in store for each one of us. And I just thank God for each one of you. And I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for your word. God, we thank you for teaching us and showing us us the importance of prayer and what it means to live and to have a, uh, and to live and to grow in our prayer life. We thank you tonight, God, that you have opened our eyes and our ears to show us things, reveal some things to us to help us to see places we can grow stronger in our prayer life. God, we love you so much, God. And we thank you for the privilege and the honor 
just to be able to come into your presence, God, and to be able to lift your name up and to be able to come to you with every situation, every every problem, every concern, and know that you hear us and that you are answering our prayers, God. We thank you, Lord, that your will will be done. That's our prayer, that your will be done in our lives, God. So continue to speak to us, continue to open our eyes and our ears as we continue to grow in our prayers, continue to grow and strengthen our prayer life. And we thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for all that you're doing in us, through us, and around us. And we thank that every prayer is being answered, every concern, every heart, that every every desire that your people have, you are hearing their prayers and you're answering them according to your will. We declare it already done. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. To God be the glory for all that he has and what he is already doing. I thank God for each one of you. I thank God for all that he's doing in you and through you. So until next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please join E3 Ministry back at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, not 8 o'clock, but 7 p.m. We'll go back to our normal scheduled time for the broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, my name is Minister Tamika Brown, and I thank God for each one of you, and I thank God for all he's doing in you and through you. Until next week, have a blessed evening and have a blessed week. God bless you. Amen.